were all expensive and of the finest quality. And she noticed that since Gerald had moved into his brother's suite of rooms, he had only added to the opulence with gold trimmings, fine crystal vases, and other lavish odds and ends. Yes, squirm a little, he said, moving his thick, chubby fingers underneath Sabrina to squeeze her bottom painfully. You're going to thank me later. You and that pretty little girl of yours. Who would have thought my brother could produce such a lovely child? Sabrina stiffened at his words. He couldn't mean what she was thinking, could he? But as a meaty hand closed on her breast, and a thick knee started to pry her thighs apart, she began to have her first serious doubts about Gerald Tremaine's proposal of marriage. He had come to her as soon as was proper after Edward's funeral, and offered his protection. Even moving into the house and taking over paying the servants' back wages and other mounting bills. She had been so grateful for her brother-in-law's generosity, considering her husband had gambled away every dime of both of their inheritances before committing suicide. Edward had been a disappointment in many areas. Thankfully, he had at least been a loving father to their daughter, Alice. But now, as she was about to give herself to the only person who could mean the difference between a life of luxury and a life in the streets, she was beginning to think it might not be worth the price. What do you mean about Alice? Sabrina asked, trying to push the great beast of a man off her. You know... Gerald answered, panting now and reaching for her other breast. In a few years, she'll be a ripe little thing. Sabrina couldn't believe what she was hearing. Not only was this man going to take a less than willing bride to his bed, but he was actually contemplating raping his own niece. The bile rose in her throat, and Sabrina nearly wretched at the thought. Here she had believed she was saving herself and her daughter from starving to death by agreeing to marry her brother-in-law, when in reality she was putting them both in the worst sort of danger. She had to get her emotions under control and figure out a way to save herself and her precious Alice from the likes of Gerald Tremaine. Get off me, you animal! Sabrina pushed and shoved at his bulk. All she managed to do was have her skirts hiked higher around her hips, making his job of taking her that much easier. He grunted, trying to position himself above her and manoeuvre his body to plunge into her unwilling flesh. Sabrina struggled valiantly, but he was just too big. She tried to prepare herself for the pain of being taken without want or need. Closing her eyes tightly and tossing her head to the side to avoid another slobbering kiss, Sabrina vowed that as soon as he was finished with her body, she would take her daughter and leave this house forever. Even living in the streets would be better than this. She could feel him against her vulnerable thigh, pushing closer to his destination. Sabrina opened her eyes, resigned to her fate. But what she saw gave her the strength to make one last effort. A heavy crystal vase was just inches past her reach, sitting on a table next to the bed. If she could just get the big oaf to move a little to the left. 
she wriggled in what she hoped was a seductive manner and got about halfway there. Just a little closer, she murmured to herself. Oh yes, little one, almost there. Gerald could hear only himself. This time Sabrina thrust her hips up hard, sending both herself and Gerald in a bounce close enough to the vase so that she could just barely grab the lip of it with her fingertips and nearly pulling her arm out of its socket in reaching for it. She swung her arm down, bringing the crystal vase crashing down on his balding head just as he was about to penetrate her womanhood. What the hell? Gerald roared, rising up and rolling off Sabrina's trembling body. He brushed at the few hairs remaining on his round head and gave her a look of disbelief. You stupid!